0: You're listening to The Comics Online podcast. Season 0, Episode 3, recorded May 20th, 2008. This episode, we begin in medias res as Kevin and Nomad are already in the middle of a hot conversation about Avatar Press and Batman. Mitch stops in for a moment to assure us that Frank Miller isn't the only good writer that Batman has ever had. Other topics include The Beyonder, The New Universe, Ambush Bug, the Micronauts, and Spider Ham.
1: Hey, this is Joe Casada, and this is Comics Online. And he cried with a loud voice,
0: as when a lion roareth. And when he cried, seven
2: thunders
0: uttered their voice. Converting earthy language
1: into thrust. As you kneel before Ozawa, Legend of Zelda's turn to dust. Podcasting from the future like your time was dead and gone. And we rock the best site like ComicsOnline.com Level 12 cybernetics, vibranium power acts. You communicate with snail mail while, while we, we wireless, wireless adapt. adapt. We are more than easy eyes. We descend to blow your spot. You're a copy of better tech like, like your, your name, name was Go-Bots. GoBots. You hoping for iTunes but little new you in, in the danger zone. zone. We're all the best leaders like Sir Pinter on his throne. Written by Stan the Man. Don't, Don't you, you ever try to serve the new guys of this book like we were Drawn by Jack Kirby. Tundra like Sinistar to Sumaculture, then Galactus. Final Fantasy Domination. with our super geeky tactics. From the days of Marconi to Buffalo to Bester City. You can hear us on every radio. Sold it in my city. From leaking tall builders to going off like gamma bombs. Switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com.
2: I'm like, fuck, I can't read this.
1: You're it's 100% ugly. right. Yeah, you're 100% right. That's exactly what I'm looking at right now. Looking at a big, ugly cover with, with you know shitty artwork with Warren Ellis's name pastured all over the front of it. <laughs> You're exactly right. Yeah. I don't know who the art let me see who the artist is. Um he's he's really not that good, whoever he is.
2: Yeah, it's weird because you know, you look at you look at uh Warren Ellis and it's like What the fuck, you know?
1: Yeah, it's Juan Juan Jose uh Rip, whatever that Reap or whatever that is. That's the artwork. It's 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 very strange because you I mean you Warren Ellis is a good writer. And you could tell that that um, this story would have worked better with somebody else. Because even when it's about superheroes that decide to take over the world, um, but they get these like gun in, and, and like kind of like gun enhancements that they go inside their bodies and they have to like speak these words to make them activate. But when they activate, they it looks really shitty. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it just doesn't look good at all. <laughs> I don't know, mm. <laughs> but I got it. For, I got it for free, so I was like, whatever, I'll read it.
2: Who is that that just logged in?
1: Um, I don't know. You got hiccups?
2: Yeah, I got hiccups.
1: Who am I on the call? Who's, who are we on the call with? Is it just me and you?
2: Yeah, it was just me and you. I I guess it was, oh, Carl, Lock, Carl uh, dropped out. Oh, did he drop out? Or did he? I guess he
1: dropped out. know he, he dropped out.
2: Okay. So I was trying to uh, get him on, too, but he probably not all that interested in <clears throat> jumping on today or something. I don't know. I never got anything back from him. Oh.
1: He's, he's still online, sis. Yeah, I don't know, man. I was talking to um to uh, uh, Chelsea earlier. Was like chat. I wasn't talking to her on this. I was just chatting with her on this because I guess I left open the chat. And um. From. I you leave the chat from like last time, uh-huh. like last week. And I guess it just left when, we, when I logged on, it, it signaled her I was there and it continued the chat. Isn't that weird?
2: Yeah, I noticed that it did that for me too because I was part of the chat.
1: Yeah, like, how weird is that? <laughs> yeah, and it,
2: just, it reopened that same chat. I was like, hey, that's cool, I guess.
1: <laughs> that is actually kind of cool, because then you could just, like, I mean, you could wait a whole week and then join the chat again and start right back off again. Where was that? Yeah, no doubt. But who said they're coming online today?
2: Um, The Chelsea's um, and Joey are the only people who really said that they were. Um, Maybe Mitch. So, okay. Uh, so... We'll see. I don't know.
1: Dune said he would be down to come on too.
2: Yeah. So you know what I want to do today is I want to do two things. I want to do, you know, the uh, the the uh, Nomad versus Chelsea Earth one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So wait,
1: what what would I do? Like, I mean, like, what are we gonna like? Just debate? what do you want? What do
2: you want to debate? That's what the thing. Oh oh my god. What do you want to bring up? I mean, because we don't want to rehash the same old shit. You better come up with something else. Uh, well, see, I don't, I don't
1: know if she's read. I don't, I don't know how much. She, see, I don't know how much she's read. Like that's that's the problem because you know, as I was talking, to, I was listening back to the podcast about Frank Miller and stuff, mm-hmm. and that we, were, that we were arguing about Frank Miller, and I realized that I was only bringing up the Dark Knight, you know, returns. I I didn't talk about Wolverine, you know, I I didn't talk about his Daredevil stuff. I didn't talk about any of the other um things that that well, it, that he well, had the done.
2: Th- you know, the funny thing was you were you were kind of. Uh, you know, like I like I was trying to, you're kind of missing the fact that, that you probably haven't read um uh All Star Batman, right? Yeah, I
1: have read it, and I think that's what I think that's what she was referring to when she said that Batman was a bruiser. Was she was referring to the to the All Star Batman, maybe? Oh, uh, okay. You know, because because the I mean, cause I in the Dark Knight Returns, he for sure uses his mind. That's the whole, you know, he tricks Superman and everybody, and he got her, you know got everybody together. He's he's not just a bruiser in there, you know.
2: Yeah, but you know that's just one. You know that's just one one writer of of Batman. Now I want to say I, I gotta say it's one of my favorite writers of Batman, but it's only one of many good you know good writers of Batman. And, and you know his you know you described his portrayal of Batman really accurately. I think. Yeah, I um, uh, uh, but not but Batman as a whole.
1: Well, who else? Who else? Who else wrote Batman? Like that was worth. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like really, who else? Who else really did anything? You know that was that spectacular on Batman.
2: Oh, you know I wish I could tell you. You know I'm embarrassed, but you know what? You're talking to me. You're talking to a Marvel guy. You know because I'm. You know while I over the past, I don't know, five, six, ten years. I've slowly moved into where I, I read D C on a on an you know, every week basis. I um you know, into where it's actually, you know, I will read as much D C as I do Marvel. But you know, I grew up with Marvel, man, and so it's like I you know, it's not like I can say, Oh yeah, you know, go back to, you know, such and such a guy, you know, in the eighties or, you know, this guy in the seventies or, or or this guy in the sixties. I don't know. Or, oh. may- or maybe there were some good stories in uh, in in the in the 90s. Uh, I you know I kind of disbelieve that, but <laughs> just not <thought> as <laughs> well, fake. There's,
1: well, there's really only there's really only certain story arcs of Batman that were wor- that were worth reading. Yeah. Um. You know, there's like things like um. I think year one obviously Frank Miller did that. Um. Year two was was decent too. Um. You know, Mud Pack, KGB Beast. Um. You know, things like that. And they. You know, Norm Brayfogle was an artist back then. And I forgot who was writing it, but um, they were they were okay. But none of them ever, ever really come to achieve the level of you know the Dark Knight Returns or or Year One that Frank Miller wrote. It just seems weird. Well, you know, know those Bat-
2: were just like you know those were big you know blockbuster t- style uh, stories. When you talk about Dark Knight Returns or Dark Dark Knight Strikes Again, or you talk about even All Star Batman, even though it's slow yeah. as shit. It's still an awesome story, you know, and it's still really super out on the edge and past the edge, you know, um, yeah. you know, trying to get him as grim and gritty as as, as possible. And uh, but but if you look, at, you know, like when I first got into Batman, if you look at if you look back at the old comics online stuff, if you if you check out, um, I wrote a little thing called uh, uh, the Bat books suck, and it was actually one of our top <laughs> ten. For a yeah. long time, because the title of it said "bat books suck" and people were like, ah, you know, people would would click on it and you know because ah they were mad and you yeah. know back when people actually read the damn site, um <laughs> and they would you know and you know and of course I go on to say suck you in to the story because they're fucking awesome these days and they really were at that time they were going oh here's Mitch trying to call, talk to me on Gmail, um what storyline? Um, uh, oh, I'm talking about uh. When uh, Bruce Wayne was convicted of murdering someone, like Bruce Wayne fugitive and all that, although that yes, multinet, yeah.
0: that's it
2: went, when I dropped out. Yeah, it went into it went into Robin, it went into Birds of Prey. You know, it was Batman Detective, uh, Batman something or other, the Batman Family was or uh, around for a certain amount of issues. Um, Get on Skype, Mitch. All right. <laughs> See, that's that's when I
1: that's when I stopped actually stopped reading Batman was around that time because I felt those stories weren't necessarily up to par. I I mean I liked I liked the uh, night Nightfall, you know. I didn't like nights Night Quest afterwards with the with the new Batman, and I think everything after that like um uh, was it uh the one where the the Gotham City got polluted and then the one you know No Man's Land or whatever. No it was. Man's Land. La-
2: you know what? i read some no man's land uh kind of i don't know retroactively or whatever I, I i read them after they had been out for a while i think i got a bunch um yeah. in quarterbin or whatever and they were okay um but i you know i wasn't as thrilled with them as when i started reading all those with the the bruce rain fug- there was like three series where it was fugitive yeah. and then and i think before then it was like there was a joker thing there was like a joker
1: emperor joker or something i don't I, know They had I don't
2: Joker's last laugh? Was that it? Yeah, maybe it was last laugh. Yeah. Anyway, late nineties, like- and that's when I that's when I finally maybe it was early 2000s. I don't remember. Anyway, so you
1: you so you never read like the old KGB beast ones and and um and mud pack and all that stuff like that.
2: No man, I didn't. There's well, I mean, here's the thing. I you know, of course, I've read you know interspersed issues just that I happen to come across. You know, like I'll read other people's like you know my friend Josh uh was way more into D C than I was. You know, he uh, he read D C as well as Marvel and um and you know he would occasionally get something and so I would read that. Um but you know oh and another thing that I really enjoyed and this is this is not necessarily uh Batman only but uh that Superman of Batman Generations, the John Byrne thing. You know, i
1: try read i try I tried reading it I have it um I tried reading the physical copies because I had those two and I, I just didn't get into it but I, I guess I'll try to read the digital copies and maybe you will it'll help or something I don't
2: start know. from the first one I really got hooked starting from the very first one i got like for some reason the artwork
1: like burn looked better to me a long time ago like when I was younger like now it I, it's, I'm older and it's almost like the emperor has no clothes like i I know people say that about mcFarland but i don't I don't think I think McFarlane is still good. I just think that um, that Burn's artwork is kind of I don't know like something about it just doesn't really do it for me. Anymore. Really? It was. Yeah. Did you used to like Burn? Oh, I used to love burn. I used to pick books out just because it was burned. Like I loved all of his X Men stuff. I loved all of his, his Alpha Flight stuff. I loved um, I love like every Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, especially Fantastic Four. I mean, the, um, the cover he drew with um, Guardian holding up the thing and and you know and grabbing holding. Yeah, of the dude, that
2: was awesome. I loved the burn Fantastic Four run.
1: Yeah, exactly, and I mean, I loved I loved the way he drew Galactus. I loved all that stuff. I even loved the reproduction of that cover he did with um, Man of Steel, where he had a uh, Superman doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I loved I loved him in all those books, but just now I look at his artwork, and I think what I think the transition point was with um, Next Men. I think that's what blew it for me. Next Men when he came out with Next Men, I just lost interest in you know his art style. I don't know what it is.
2: Really, you know what? I there are some things like early Alpha Flight that I yeah. felt bad about where I was like, dude, it's, you know, it's too much crap. You know, it kind of reminded yeah. me when, when Kirby would be, you know, unfettered by an art director or whatever. I mean, I'm just making, you know, throwing out accusations uh, or whatever, yeah. but, but, you know, when you see, uh, these very stylistic artists and they go way into their own style, you know, to, to where it's like, dude, I understand you like to do all these little blotches, but chill out with them. Okay
1: yeah no i totally understand that i totally dig that that's why i don't um that's why i got like artists like john when you get when you start to make like every single book that marvel has coming out all mitch, bur- by the way Say so what now
2: invite mitch
1: oh you're inviting him right now yeah.
2: okay and when are you gonna
1: start recording See, so we might as well have been recording already <laughs> I, I
2: actually have been since the beginning oh okay <laughs> hey welcome mitch Okay, maybe he dropped. Yeah, actually asked me when, when I first connect. And, uh, and, hey, there's Mitch.
0: There is Mitch. How's it going?
2: It's going good. What up? We're just, uh, kind of doing a, uh, we're just talking about Batman and stuff.
1: Talking about Batman yeah, and um, Talking about and different, Burn different. And, um,
2: yeah, Batman and Burn, and, and, cause, uh, Nomad was talking about, uh, uh, you know, who he thought were, were the best writers of Batman. And he was like, well, there's Frank Miller, and he couldn't think of anybody. And, and frankly, you know, neither could I because of the fact that, you know, I, I come from a, a real Marvel background going back to my, my comic beginnings. What I've
0: are- always been partial to uh, Greg Rucka. I liked the stuff he did. He You know, he got his start with the novelization of No Man's Land. And then was picked up doing some really interesting stuff on Detective Comics.
2: Okay. Now, who was who was writing during the um, during the the Joker Last Laugh and the um, and the the Bruce Wayne Fugitive?
0: Bruce Wayne Fugitive was uh, Greg Rucka's uh, sort of brainchild.
2: Okay. Good, because I I was just saying that I really liked that. I was mm-hmm. I, I that that's what got me into the Bat books. That, that's what got me hooked because you know, when i first started uh working with with uh uh carl's predecessor george at comic city you know i uh you know it was you know i had this great deal where i where i got all these free comics and i was like well you know i I'm, I'm getting already all my marvel comics so what what else could do i want and so i would pick up this and pick up that you know i picked up a little nightwing and robin and i was like hey this this story arc here is really cool um and i so i started picking up all the bat books and uh, you know, and that's when I really got into them. Um,
0: well, a lot of the big crossovers were being handled by a lot of different people, but I always got the impression that things like um, Officer Down, where Commissioner Gordon was shot, and um, Bruce Wayne Fugitive and Bruce Wayne Murderer were sort of at the top, upper levels, handled by Greg Rucca and then the supplementary Bat books written by Devin Grayson.
2: And, um, oh right, yeah, I remember. I, I thought that was funny that uh, that Nightwing was written by by somebody named Grayson.
1: You know what? Um, th- that's when I that's when I sort of left Batman. When um, I guess I didn't know it was Greg Ruck. I, maybe I should have stuck around and checked it out. But that's when I sort of left the book when um when all that was happening the No Man's Land and the fugitive, It just it seemed so ridiculous that I was like I don't want to stick around for this because I I loved. You know, I love back in the day. I don't know if you read this before, Mitch, but like the I was telling him about the mudpack storyline and the, um and the KGB beast and stuff like that way back. You, you ever read that stuff before?
0: Yeah, and it's it's actually it's just KGB beast.
1: Oh, KGB, that's right, KGB. There's right. not
0: the two B's there now. Um, yeah. now which which was the turnoff for you, No Man's Land or Bruce Wayne Fugitive? Because there's something like a four year gap. Well, no the that's
1: yeah, no No Man's Land because that was when that, that's when I first started to notice that there was something Was wasn't there something called Contagion also?
0: All right, so it goes Contagion where yeah. um Azriel's crew lets loose of a uh, a pretty nasty virus. Then there's yes. Contagion 2, which is Rachel Ghoul and The Wheel of Plagues. Yeah, well, see that's what out I w- with, with Cataclysm, which was the earthquake. That flows straight into No Man's Land where the US government says, "So we've had two plagues and a devastating earthquake." Let's just cut Gotham City off from the rest of the country.
1: Yeah, see, so that that's, that's why I, I was out. I was out with the first Contagion. <laughs> I was out. After, I guess I was out after Night's End because I loved Night Nightfall. And then right after that, um, Night's End happened, and you know, Azrael got the the suit when he got the claws, and I was like, that's kind of ridiculous. Um, and then. You know, I stayed on for a little bit longer just out of like a a sense of loyalty. And then I was out. And then, I mean, and then contagion happened and all that stuff. And I'm like, this is just getting really silly because it seemed like giant event after giant event that didn't really have a a purpose. Like Batman was, I don't know. I felt like Batman was more than just those giant events. Like you didn't need to have the giant events to tell a a, a good Batman story. So you've been out
0: from Batman for something like 12 years, right?
1: Is it, 12, has it been 12 years? Isn't that crazy? You're like, whoa. Oh,
0: my God. Oh, my Bruce God. Ba- Bruce Wayne had his back broken um, right around the same time that Superman was killed.
1: Wow, you're right. So I guess I have been gone for, like, 12 years. That's crazy.
0: I <laughs> would check out, if you're interested in, in not these big, sweeping multi-Bat stories, which have been you know plaguing, I think, the Batman universe for a while, um, yeah. Grant Morrison's run right now is beautiful and it's self-contained. Um Brian Azzarello, the writer of *A Hundred Bullets*,
1: did
0: a great art called *Broken City*. David, I, I, just, I just
1: downloaded. That. I just downloaded that matter of fact. I I have to read it. Um, I just got. The, I heard about that on um, on uh, some other podcast actually, and um, and I was like, I gotta go check that out because it sounded cool. Is he said that um, that he he portrayed the characters not as like these crazy supervillain guys just like kind of like demented people they were like they were minds were broken because of the way they looked or their mental all their their ailments and stuff like that or the the misshapen bodies you know
0: they're they're thugs and they're they're brutes but they're not necessarily supervillains and it's something i think brian azzarello does really well um yeah if you like if you like broken city have you read 100 bullets of course i mean but
1: you know what though i have to admit i stopped reading 100 bullets also and not because it was bad but because it it became too hard to follow. And I'm and i I'm a pretty smart guy, right? But I mean, but by issue, what is it, issue like 80 or something? I'm like, I don't remember that character from issue number t- two.
0: Like, what is this? mean, It rewards careful reading and rereading. There's characters that will pop up, a lot of yeah. stuff going on, and, it, you know, the I think the stories are so good that there's not a lot of harm in going back to reread older stories, and you pick up some really interesting stuff. I mean, the book, it's it's gotten weird and it's gotten a little bit confusing, yes. but a lot of really great stuff is going on. Not to spoil it too much, but you're really starting to see a, a good division where the now that the men are starting to wake up, they're splitting off into teams, and you're starting to see what's going on a lot more. I think more has been explained in the last don't five think, or six issues. Don't
1: you think you, they could have? Don't you think they could have like um shorten it or something or i I don't know like gotten to the point sooner because i love the concept of you know the suitcase and the hundred untraceable bullets and and i love the the chick from the beginning um I can't remember her name dizzy yeah dizzy and and i love i love like all of it i love the little small stories that that was just barely tied to the original story and and then when they brought the concept of the Minutemen i started to smell trouble because they brought the concept early on and they 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 played around with it but they really didn't get to the point and i then i I thought to myself that this is going to be a problem and sure and enough,
0: know, that's that's a really valid point. Um, they haven't done that sort of self-contained story. It's been very much, you know, the big yeah. plot for a while now. Um, yeah. In fact, I don't Over think they've years. done they haven't done a really good standalone story since um, the one about Marilyn Monroe and John F. Kennedy.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's just it's just like. I don't know like i i i I know they're trying to you know they want to sell books and stuff like that but some some stories are meant to end that's what makes like books like sandman and stuff like that so good um you know i didn't want them to end even preacher i didn't want it to end but it ended and it was awesome like it it lives on forever like i feel like 100
0: bullets is gonna go on for another five years no 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 no, no. 100 bullets (laughs) 100 bullets has an end it has an end number and i think the the final issue should be a pretty clear one you've only got a hundred bullets. you've a only time. got
2: 100 bullets and you know i th- i think sandman had to end because you know you had to he had to give it up he, you never had to end that that story but because well, hey they're you? the endless by definition but when it comes to to uh, preacher you definitely needed to to bring that story to a close
0: did either of you read Sandman or Preacher, as single issues, or did you read them as trades after
1: Single fact? issues. I, I I have to I have to admit I read Sandman as as trades. I read I read Preacher though as single issues from um, issue I think ten. I have issued ten on to the end point, and I read Sandman as trades because I did not know about Sandman. It was actually funny. I was gonna quit reading comic books. I was sick of Image. I was sick of you know Contagion and all those other Batman stories. But <laughs> <laughs> I was sick of like something like that. And I had walked. I was at a toy store in, Mission, in um, off of Mission Gorge, and um, I was with my friend. And uh, I was telling him like, you know, how much I hated comic books, and I was just going to quit now, and it destroyed my whole childhood. And I just happened to wander next door to Comic City, and and the guy that was working in there, he started an argument with me about who was more powerful, uh, Batman. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, Superman or the Hulk, and uh, we argued for like an hour. Is according. this George? <laughs> No, it was the other guy that used to work, that, the one everybody doesn't like, and he said he stank, and he was like um, – Mike. Like Mike. Mike, that guy. <laughs> I
2: used, to work, at, I, yeah, I used and, to work with Mike at Amazing Comics back in the uh, – uh, let's see, 89 through – 88
1: through yeah. 90. See, that guy right there. He, I argued with him for like an hour over who could win, Superman or, um, or Batman, and my logic was like, well – I mean, I'm some Superman or the Hulk. And my logic was like, the Hulk would win if it was a, you know, if Superman
0: couldn't use his super speed, the Hulk would win because he was smarter. And he, but he well, was if, like, well, if Superman couldn't use his super speed, and yeah, if the yeah. Hulk happened to be smarter at the time. Yeah, because he was like, well, he could just throw the Hulk
1: into outer space and that would be the end of the fight.
0: <laughs> yes, we no, and that's true. Is that no matter no matter what you're looking at, where you're looking at Superman on, on the spectrum, where you're looking at Hulk on the spectrum, yeah. Superman can fly into outer space. The Hulk yeah. can't.
1: Okay, oh, yeah. So we argued like that for an hour, and then and then finally when it was we were done arguing to a stalemate pretty much. The um he was he like hey, out. no he didn't make out. <laughs> no he was he, he was like he was like yeah no alert nerd, nerd love. No he was he was like hey um you know have you ever read this before? And he handed me books of magic, and I'm like what the fuck is this shit? Oh I love
2: you know, like books the original magic. four issue miniseries?
1: Original four issue miniseries and I, I had never I had never seriously I had never in my life read a comic like that. Like I've only I was only superhero. And I mean, the closest thing I, that I could say to that was like I read Watchmen or something like that and, you know, books along that line. But I never read anything that didn't have superheroes in it. And so and he handed it to me and I, and I bought it, you know, against, you know, I, everything was telling me, you know, this is kind of crazy looking. Don't get it. And I bought it anyways. And I went home and read it. And I was back at that store, and I bought, like, all, that whole complete series of Books of Magic. I bought all the Preachers. I bought all the Sandman, I, all the novels of Sandman, the, the the trade paperbacks. I bought everything, Hellblazer, complete, all of it. And I read it all, and I love it to this day. And I think I'm a better person, actually, for reading Sandman. <laughs> I, I
0: definitely agree. <laughs> Sandman is the only comic that I've ever been able to get my girlfriend to read straight through. Um, yeah. Also, she's been enjoying Fables, but you know, Fables is ongoing, so it's hard to say. How yeah. you know it's gonna be a permanent thing, but she definitely she just loves Sandman, and yeah. I think Sandman's a great gateway comic to people who it are is. a little bit unsure about comics but really enjoy fantasy.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. It is. <laughs> Mike's girlfriend read it too, and uh, now she's into totally into Sandman, and uh, we're broken up obviously, and I'm pissed about that because you know I got her into that book, and now we're not together anymore. I can't have any good sex, but you know <laughs> whatever. <laughs> is that because but, uh, you're married now? <laughs> Yeah, that's because I'm right now. I try to get my wife to read Sandman, but it's not working out as, as you know, like before. <laughs> She's just the, not big really...
0: problem, the big problem with getting people to read Sandman is the first trade is so gruesome. It is. You're right. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say Destiny that. Dr. Destiny stuff, it's gruesome, and I think it's gorier and more disturbing than most of the other stuff in the book. You also have this, the serial yeah. convention. Yes, yeah, so I love that. After yeah. that, it gets – a lot more mellow. Yeah,
2: that's true. It it did start really harsh. Yes, I
1: was actually really surprised at what they did with Dr. Destiny. I was impressed, too, because, I mean, here's this, you know, BS character. Or, I'm sorry, bullshit character, because we can cuss. But, uh, <laughs> this is this bullshit character that, like, you know, was kind of a loser, and then Neil Gaiman turned him into, like, this major threat. Yeah, I felt like he yeah. was, you know, and twisted. I was really impressed. But the stuff he was making those people do in the diner, I was, uh, I was like, oh, my so- God. Now, did you ever read uh, Lucifer? Of course, I have all the Lucifer too. I haven't finished it yet though because I got sidetracked on on downloading comics from the internet. But I don't want to don't want
0: to spoil it for you. But I I really felt that Lucifer Lucifer was one of the first comics that I've been following, and you know really felt like like I always, I've always felt that Lucifer is the, is the sequel to Sandman, and it's one of the first comics that I've got. You, you hit this point where you realize it's going to be ending soon, and you're you're nervous about that, and you're sad. It's not like, you know something yeah. like. Uh, Green Era, which all of a sudden out of the blue, it's like surprise. Do you remember which, where you,
2: you know. were when you when you read uh, Sandman seventy five? I
1: I I know I where I I know where I was at I was uh I was with I was here at my house or it was when my girlfriend was there too and I remember. You've lived at that foot. same place <laughs> since
2: since Sandman seventy five came out.
1: Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. It was at the other apartment. I forgot. I'm in another apartment now. It was I lived over on um oh. on avocado. And I had to tra- I had to trade back, Um and it was the, the I had the wake actually. The wake right. was the last one that I read. Right. I had the book and then I read it and I was so sad at the end of it. I was like, This is I want there to be more, and then I was happy that they came out with the companion because I, I I went and got the companion and I read that and I found out all the inside scoop stuff and everything, which I thought was kind of cool, and I felt like I was reading it all over again, <laughs> and I felt really inspired by that book. I wrote a lot of my music um to by you know because I read Sandman stuff and got inspired to do it. I even named some of my songs like you know after the titles or from stuff that or quotes or sayings from the book.
0: This has been uh, fun, guys. I've got to bounce, um, but I'll be back. Oh. Um, on Friday for the Indiana Jones All right, man, uh, can't wait. Thanks, so for, thanks for dropping in. You guys better go see it. All, All right. right, talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Peace. You're going to
2: be going as well, right? Yeah.
1: Who, me? Gonna- no, not, no. It's only what? 6.15. It's only 6.15. I
2: don't mean dropping off of the Skype. I mean, you're going to be going to see Indiana oh. Jones on Thursday so we can podcast about it on Friday.
1: I, I guess I guess so, because... <laughs> I'm not sure. Are you a dude? It's cool. I don't, I don't cool. like the. Uh, no, I mean, but I'm not sure about the way it looks, though. Like it, it, it just looks. It looks as if they took everything that made every movie like that good, but without the soul. And you know, I know I haven't seen it yet, but that's what the, the trailer looks like. Like I'm so not interested in the trailer. Like I watch it and I go, like, okay, this is gonna happen here. This is gonna happen there. Okay, A, B. And see, really? and see, you know, yeah. I mean, do you get the vibe too, or you were? I are, don't know,
2: excited? I, you know, I, I'm completely up in the air, I, you know, it's like, see, the thing is, I love the first two movies. I completely love them. The third one, it was like, I liked it and I totally watch it, but yeah. like, seriously, the, the, every time I've, I've, I've watched it, I haven't watched it all the way through. I've fallen asleep or I had something else to do. <laughs> Or you know, it didn't yeah. grab me. It's not one of these movies where it's like, oh yeah, I gotta watch. I've never watched that thing from from start to finish ever. And you know, I you know, and I love the characters. You know, and Sean Connery's great and everything. And I, you know, that movie wasn't a great movie. And and I I am a little bit worried that the fourth one will be not great. But at the same time, mm-hmm. they've had they've had plenty of time to uh, to make it happen. And they. Um, with all the hype and all that you know, and all the 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 great things that I've heard about it, you know, I'm kind of thinking that it might live up to expectations. And I sure. Don't. Well, aren't the ratings low? Aren't, aren't
1: the ratings low though? Like, aren't they like seventy really? percent or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes, I believe so. That can look real quick, but I mean, I think they are. Like, I just, you know, I know. Jo- I know George Lucas and Steve Spielberg means they mean well, but I mean they've really been disappointing me lately. I mean that shit with the Star Wars thing. I don't know if I can ever Dude, forgive him <laughs> that
2: Star Wars. Was Those first three were just. I mean the funny thing is it's like oh man you look at the visual effects. Like you know what I I almost want to go and do a fan dub of uh, of the first three yeah. and and make them not suck. And yeah, right? you know, and just and, and can... re-edit them all together. Really, I mean, not just a fan dub, but somehow make them not suck. And you know, even even doing that, I don't know if it would if it would help. I mean, I probably would. I mean, just because you know, <laughs> I really just kind of the the whole Hayden Christensen Anakin is just you know, it's just one of those things. You just you just I'm just like, oh god, I never want to see this character again. It's not like, oh girl, yeah. I hate this character. You know, he, you know, ruined the character for me. You know, the from the kid to the to the regular Darth Vader. You know, he made it shitty. It's like, yeah, he did make it shitty, but it's just depressing more than it. I'm mad I'm just yeah. like, oh god.
1: You're right. It's you're right. It's just like Jar Jar Binks being but really. Again. It is like it like, is. Like, He's where, where the other he? Jar Jar. the other jar jar (laughs) what we what what was george lucas thinking i mean we 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 we've we've, okay i'm gonna sound like a really big you know nerd or whatever geek whatever but i don't give a fuck but we we've spent our whole lives watching the movies over and over and over and over over again quoting them wearing quotes on our t-shirts i mean dressing like the characters you know having fun with it all reading the books everything and then the guy takes it and just shits all over it because he wants to make a buck. Well, you know what? Him. I I don't think that
2: I don't think it's because he wanted to make a buck. Because if he wanted to make it, if he wanted, if he, if all he wanted to do was make a buck, then all he would have had to do would would be just to over merchandise and to just let people go nuts with it, to let other people make TV shows and uh, and movies with it, and he wouldn't have had to put himself into it. It's just that dude is no good at you know at at creating prequels to star wars he's
1: he's old i guess i guess his kind of old know. or something and I, and there's and there's no there's no way in hell that i believe that he wrote those before that he wrote well those i mean or he, he like plotted that. them you
2: know? i mean it was that, those are his plots you know and and it, yeah but i mean but do you think they
1: i mean is it but it's a story that he did that after or did he did it supposedly first and then they decided to go with the uh, the, the other three know, first man. instead
2: i don't know the Sorry, um, yeah. I'm not I'm not that that Wars, huge uh. of a, a Star Wars geek. Um, you know <laughs> I love it, you know, and I've been a fan since since day one since I was like, you know, when when did it come out? Seventy seven. So I was five. I was I was five when yeah, it came out, so. and I remember going. I remember. Do you remember that uh, that theater in Mission Valley that be, that eventually became a church down there by? Uh, yeah.
1: I do right right across the street from the mall. I saw Jason versus Freddy there, but the last movie they showed before I think they closed. Yeah, it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Actually, the last thing I saw there was. Uh, damn, I saw something. I, oh, you know what I saw there? The last thing I saw there was the re-release of A New Hope. Oh, it was total funny. bookends. <laughs> for me that that theater that was the, it was it was so called funny. the the Century 21 and you're like oh Century 21 that means there's 21 theaters you know, if you look back from today you're like oh there's 21 theaters no that's just the name of, it was that's just the name of the fucking theater yeah, just one just one yeah, theater, just one, theater one, one And uh you know I remember <laughs> as a kid going there and uh I probably saw uh Star Wars there at least three times on in its initial release, and you know, of course, back then, you know, you had you had movies being released, and they would stay in theaters for until people didn't want to see them anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now they come out like every, I mean, you movies in the theater, it leaves in this album DVD yeah. like two months later. Like, yeah, what is that's that? crazy. That's no, that's no good. I mean, George Lucas, you know, I wish I could, I uh, wish I could, wish I could say something to him and, and Joe Casada. That's what <laughs> I wish I had an open line to their houses, and I could just call them and express my feelings toward their 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 work, their body of work. <laughs> <Can't> no doubt. <laughs> but it's just I don't know, I, I I you know I appreciate the guy for for doing the the first three movies and and making them so good and 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 having them classics. I just think that, I think that you know it's, you know what it's like. It's like Frank Miller with um Dark Knight um Strikes Back. Like I'll be the first one to stand up and say that Dark Knight Strikes Back is a piece of shit. Really? It really is. Yeah, it's Dark Knight Strikes Back is a piece of shit. Dark Knight Returns is awesome. Strikes Back, um the first issue of it was was pretty was good. I love the first issue had the same feel and I think 9/11 happened in between issue 2 and 3 or in between 1 and 2, so I that's why I think the you know the um the rest of them came out kind of crappy. I also believe that And this, I mean, I thought I heard a rumor somewhere too that it was supposed to be four issues and it got, you know, shrunk down to three. Also, really,
2: I don't even. I remember reading. I want to say I was reading both one and two, or maybe it was two and three at uh, at at Comic Con. I was I was actually I was at the. um, I was in the gaming room at the Hyatt. And I was waiting for my yeah. friend uh, John Quinn to show up, and we were supposed to game, but he never showed up that night. And so I was just reading comics all night, waiting for him to show up, because um, dude didn't have a car. Um, yeah. And uh, and so I loved it. I thought it was, you know, I, I don't remember any any correlation with nine eleven. I don't remember anything with uh, with it needing a fourth issue, but I i totally dug it i'm i guess i'll have to read it again or something but uh yeah
1: check it out because he, because he um he he wrote issue, issue number one came out and it was fucking awesome like i thought that it was going to continue the the line of of you know dark knight returns because superman was having sex with wonder woman in the sky wrapped up in their cape and it was you know batman was was hostile it was angry it was it was cool and they, they even had new people mm-hmm. in there stuff too but then but then like 9/11 did happen in between like 9 it happened and, in between um, writing
2: or in, in between publishing
1: in between I believe in between writing as far as I remember because I remember uh there's if you look up in I think I read it in Wizard that uh Frank Miller actually tried to put references he shoved in like things about 9/11 into the hmm. book like like later on like he shoved it in there and it didn't didn't really kind of fit he kind of changed the story and modified it and stuff and if you can if you notice the art, even the artwork artwork on number 1 is is it's not it's not Dark Knight, but it's like it's not you know it's not really crappy. But number two and three, artwork just right. went shitty. Like it was just whole spreads of shitty artwork. The people weren't even detailed anymore. It's almost like he didn't care. And you know, and I, and I know he was in New York and he watched nine eleven when it happened. And I know you know it, it affected him because you know he said so in, in interviews and stuff. But I mean, that's kind of no excuse, especially if you're choosing to go back. And, and read you know do something that was considered a classic. I don't know. I'm gonna,
2: have to, I'm gonna have to reread it. I've you know I've got it somewhere, somewhere in here. Yeah, check it out.
1: Check it out. I mean, I could I could give you the digital copies too, but check it out and see because, I mean, Alan Moore would never release a Watchmen two, and I'm I'm proud of him for yeah. that. Yeah. Like who was who was asking for fucking Dark Knight two and who wanted it? I didn't want it. Did you want
2: it? I don't know. But it but I was excited when I heard about it. I'll tell you that.
1: Well, I. I yeah, I, I was too, because of the promo art, you know. But I, I didn't want it though. I, I wasn't
2: like begging to see be... it. and talking about Batman stuff, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, okay, while I didn't, while I didn't read day to day stuff, you know, when when Dark Knight Returns came out, I read it, and, you know, and I loved it. And it, when uh, uh, when the uh, what was the Jason Todd death one called? Oh, a death, a
1: death in a family. And the that family. was good too. I read that. You read
2: it. You know, and, uh, yeah. you know, a couple other Joker stories I, I read. You know, I would occasionally read things, and, and of course, uh, Dark Knight Returns when that first came out, when I was, when I was shopping down at, uh, Co- what was that, Comic Castle down in, uh,
1: Castle, on, uh, Comic Castle Boulevard
2: when that came out.
1: that same here i was that's so crazy that we're both in that store when dark knight came out and i didn't see you in there we we could could have we
2: could have been standing right next to each other browsing comics wondering what we could (laughs) spend our meager money on (laughs) that's
1: really funny i don't know like i i i I was happy that 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 um you know i'm happy that that it that it was something was coming out but then when i you know, like I wasn't asking for it, but then I saw it. I got happy, like you said. And then when it finally arrived, and I read issue number one, I, I was even more excited. And then two and three, not so much. Like <laughs> I suggest you reread it. And oh, by the way, speaking of uh, Death in the Family, I reread it recently, and I don't know if you remember or not, but Joker was in, like an ambassador, uh, a diplomat. To it everyone. was. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah that that's how that's how he got out of um um going to jail for killing um uh, Jason Todd because um. The Shah of Iran arrived and made him a diplomat, so he had diplomatic immunity.
2: <laughs> Retroactively, that's so that, retarded. Who came up with that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. But then, but then he so Joker shows up to the UN, um, you know, to speak with his turban on and stuff, and he's, his his idea is to kill everybody in the UN. And then Batman shows up um, to kick his ass. And then actually, the the U.S. government called Superman to tell to stop Batman from um, harming the Joker because the Joker was a diplomat with immunity. And so, and so Superman told Batman, don't, don't, don't fuck with him. He has immunity. Can't do it.
2: (laughs) Uh, That (laughs) is, yeah, stuff like that is like, all right, I can understand trying to do, trying to do, trying to write that and because, okay, that's going to frustrate people. And, you know, that's going to be, you know, that's going to cause, you know, great, uh, emotion within, within your readers, but at the same time. You know, I'm not buying it. You know, in a reality. I mean, then again, you know, may, maybe <laughs> I should. Uh, a, a good friend of mine, Dave, who's going to be taking some photos for us at uh, at Comic Con, got uh, yeah. got a moving violation. He's downtown. Uh, he's uh, he's in a band and he, they're playing uh, uh, Dick's Last Resort downtown in the Gaslamp, right? Um, this is yeah. you know a few months ago or whatever, and. Uh, he, you know, he parks his his uh, his Corvette uh, out in front. You know, he he's basically double parked, and he's pulling his keyboards. He plays keyboards for this band, and he's pulling his keyboards out, and he um and he's and he's you know just just drop dropping them off on the stage, right? And uh yeah. and then a cop runs up and and gives him a moving violation ticket, and he's like, "What are you talking about? And, you know, I just read the the police report or the uh the the court whatever it's called." paperwork on it yeah and uh and the cop was like well you know i'm I'm issuing you a moving violation because your car was rolling he's like rolling he's like what are you talking about he's (laughs) like well yeah you you it's uh it's rolling and there's no driver or whatever and he's like dude it's it's parked here the keys are in my pocket And, uh, and the cop, instead of issuing him a parking citation, issued him a moving violation, which, you know, which of course is, is way more serious. And, uh, you know, not just in money, of course, but, uh, you know, points, point on your record and all the hassle that goes on with that. And so. Exactly. So, yeah, do, I guess I, I guess there's, that's my example of abusive authority. Um. You know, obviously, you know, and the funny thing is, you know, not only did this cop, you know, say this, but the judge went along with it. You know, you figure, OK, you know, some cop is going to be, you know, an asshole, you know, whatever it happens. But yeah, you would think that it would. you know, the judge would see, you know, because usually, you know, judge judges don't put up with bullshit like that. But apparently, you know, this judge was like, oh, yeah, you know, well, I'm believing the the the. Officer because you know he's uh, the the bastion you know, of uh that's ri-
1: that's that's ridiculous, but you know you know I guess that's why I guess they did that thing with the joker becoming a diplomat um to to Iran, I think they did that because of what was going on um the time the comic came this? out because I guess we had problems with Iran it was in the eighties uh, early eighties I believe almost that long ago. So we were having trouble All right, yeah Iran. well the,
2: yeah when i guess when I was in i remember when i was in went to uh Hamul elementary. Back in the back in the good old days.
1: <laughs> my, wife's, she, my wife's from there.
2: I, I went there.
1: Yeah. How? Wait. How, are you? Uh, how do you? Same as you.
2: you th- 35. I, I mean, 2015. Dude, 2015. you might.
1: have gone to I, school. I right went dude. to
2: Amul Elementary. Uh, second, third, and fourth grade. What? What's her name? Yoko uh,
1: Salazar. Or was Sal- Yoko Salazar? Yeah I, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know anybody <laughs>
2: named Yoko as far as I know, but I, I could have. Yeah. I her. <laughs> but yeah, second, third, and fourth grade, I w- I, I went there, and that's when the uh, the P- during one of those years it was when the uh uh the Americans were held hostage for what was it like 200 days or something like that? I don't remember. It was a it was it was a hell of a long time.
1: I think that's why I think that's why they wrote that book because that's the only other reason I can think of. And then, and of course, K G B um, was uh, you know Cold the Cold War type arc thing. Where, where, um, yeah, Cold War exactly. I mean, they had all that stuff. Have you have you read Year Two before? No,
2: I got Year One finally. Um, yeah, Final, Isn't that funny? One? I I are you kidding me? Guess you I got it. Year One at the at the Comic City where? closing. I and I I finally oh, I finally God. read it. Um, well, because you know, I don't really. I'm not the biggest fan of uh, uh artwork. I mean, it's no, no, it's no. you know, it's all right, and I don't, I don't think he no. does. Well, here's the thing: I don't think as a, as a superhero artist, he is not that great. Yes. And I'm sorry, but okay. but <laughs> and let me. There's a big. This is a big but. um batman Uh, year one isn't a superhero comic it's a detective comic and so it was a good it was good but i was afraid of it because i'm thinking oh batman you know he's a superhero and this is crazy you know rough you know drawn with a crayon looking art
1: well you know you know what it is uh, like people like brian well yeah they like people like brian arazello i think i said his name right they like him right but i think that mazichelli was like a was way before him, and like did a did a, a good job way before Brian Arizello even came on the scene, you know, because he has a way of drawing like a gritty, you know, street. It looks like the street, yeah. you know. And who's the, do you read Over yeah. right now? Who's the artist? on I Deadpool? don't even remember. Like, the, when, uh, Brian, I don't like, even a,
2: remember. Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, because that, that guy um, that guy. That guy's.
2: I don't know. I I want to say it's back to uh, to what's his name? Who did uh, Who did Alias?
1: Yeah, that, well, that guy who I think he it looks similar yeah. like to artwork. Yeah, well, Brian, Brian, um, I was not Brian, but uh, um, uh, ours is it called M- 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 He is good on um on Daredevil. He's awesome on that. He's awesome on Year One. I mean, the guy's really good. I don't know what else he's done. Uh, though, yeah, you know? you
2: know what? I don't remember.
1: It sucks. Know, you know you that be, kind of stuff. You would think that we would.
2: <laughs> uh, um, let's see, <laughs> Daredevil, Born Again uh with Frank Miller and some other stuff that he did on his own. I'm just dead reading dead. the back of uh of Year 1. Yeah, so anyway, so I got this Year 1 hardcover from uh from the uh, from the Comic City uh closing, you know, going out of business sale. And yeah. uh so yeah, thanks Carl. You're awesome. Did you uh, did you um so you did you read really it Oh yeah, it in what? fact, I read this um I read this. I was kind of on uh drugs at the time. What? I was uh I was going in for my uh to uh to get my cancer cut out actually. Um uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Um but uh I w- I read this and Detective 27 um while I was waiting for uh to waiting for my operation.
1: By the way, is Alex Ma- uh, Maliv is the guy that? Yeah, Maliv, dude, I love
2: that guy's Stuff, and you know, you think, okay, you know, that guy is definitely, you know, in the same vein. Definitely not a superhero guy, but you know, you read things like Alias, and you are like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. Have you Have you still not read Alias? <laughs> um, no, I, I haven't read it. I, I have
1: it. Read it. I know I need to read it. I, need, I You will I have, have such people. a huge. I, I know that.
2: you have so many, but but you, <laughs> you. You will have such a huge respect for, for, uh, uh, for him and for Bendis, and you'll just be like, wow, you know, you, you will not see the Marvel Universe the same, you're like, I want, you will say, like me, I want every Marvel comic to be just like this, because,
1: well, yeah, I, I do, I did appreciate their, their Daredevil stuff, so I think I would like, well, that's
2: true, you're right, you're right, it's, it's very, it's, it's very like the Daredevil stuff, except for, it takes it a step further as far as being more, you know, realistic in that. Yes, you know, there is no holds barred. There's, you know, there's uh, Power Man, Corn uh, the, the, the our our main character in uh, issue two. There's, That's
1: awesome. Uh, but oh, by, by the way, did uh, have you, you you seen the Batman Mask of the Phantasm, right? The cartoon.
2: I yes, but not. I don't think I saw the whole thing. I don't. I don't, I don't own it. What? I don't know. We, you know, we re, we reviewed it for Comics so, Online. Actually, Aaron reviewed it for Comics Online, and he said he loved it. He said he loved it, and I will watch it at some point, but I have not. Is...
1: That's that's well, that's Batman Year Two, really? basically. That's the yeah, it is. They took um the Reaper character from there is from Batman Year Two. He's a guy that has like the, um, you know, the mm-hmm. Taskmaster. Yep. Remember him with full face? He looks like the Taskmaster kind of. except he has these big um sides on the on the edge of his end of his um arm. His hands mm-hmm. or arms, or whatever, and he has like guns too. So there's guns <laughs> in him too. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> so that's like, that's a character in year two, and that's a character that's in um um what's it called, the uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. And by, matter of fact, year two was drawn by Todd McFarlane.
2: Really? You know what? Yeah, like, uh-huh. Looking back, you know, I was all a, a McFarlane fanboy back in the day. You know, back yeah. when he was doing Amazing Spider-Man and then Adjective Free Spider-Man. But looking back, I didn't really love his stuff. You know, after – No! You know what? Okay, let me put it to you this way. Today, I don't love his stuff. I did then. Really? You know what? I really don't. I I look back and I'm like, you know – because I've opened up some of these – you know, some of my old uh, boxes and and looked at some of these old things, and I'm like, his art is not very good. It just – it's not. It's – it's so Man. distorted and so you know and and you could say that about a lot of people you could say oh it's it's stylized it's distorted it's it's this and that you know it's, it's got a lot of lines to it you could say the same thing about bill sinkevich and somebody who i love but but yeah. you know right now i'm just like you know Maybe it's because it represents the worst of comics. Maybe it's because it represents the beginning of the '90s that signaled the end of of good superhero comics for for you know the better part of a decade. Um, I hear you,
1: right? but you know it's it's you know Casada said the same thing, but you know Casada's a dick and he can't draw either. <laughs> well, I mean he can't
2: draw himself. You know, back like, in the day, if you look at his on. early stuff, if you look at his early Batman stuff, he didn't suck. I don't know what happened since then, but. No, he did-
1: well, he drew Ash, and Ash, is, Ash was a fireman that fought a guy who looked just like the Joker. Really? <laughs> and it was, yeah, he did. A Joker with earrings. And it was it was an awful book, and then went downhill from there. And he did the father stuff and, and all that stuff. I mean, the last good thing he did was that, um, the Kevin Smith Daredevil. I think that was him. Yeah, that was the last the good thing he did. Other than that, it was it was um, awful. And But McFar- McFarlane, I can go back and I can read his artwork just because it looks good to me. Like the I didn't even have, I didn't even care so much about the story. So, uh, the artwork just looks good. Like when uh, when he did the Hulk, I like the way he drew the Hulk. He, to, to me, his Hulk, his drawing of the Hulk is like the defining Hulk.
2: I think, you know, he to me agreed. I liked his Hulk a whole lot better than a excuse me than I liked his Spider Man, and which is weird because I I love McFarlane's Spider Man webs, but I don't like him drawing yeah. people's faces. You know, and even Spider Man himself is is cool, but but him drawing regular people's faces. I I don't yeah. they're not they're ugly. They're uh I uh I don't know.
1: I I kind of like them. <laughs> and I like his I think his Venom is the best Venom. Well,
2: too. you know, I he definitely did a great Venom. Um but uh, overall, I'm not uh, you know, I'm you know, and then with his with his post image or post-Marvel or whatever you want to say activities just the way he's, you know, he's just kind of been, you know, completely full of himself and, you know, I can do anything and I'm going to buy the world's most expensive baseball and I'm going to, you know, uh, get in legal fights with Neil Gaiman, who, you know, who may or may not be as sainted <laughs> as we all think he is, but, you know, uh, I go, I both he, saint. Uh, <laughs> But him versus Todd McFarlane, who in inter- interviews always is, you know, full of himself versus the guy who's self-effacing, you know, which are you going to think is, uh, you know, more truthful? Well, I'm, pro- I'm going to go with Gaiman. Sorry.
1: Well, you know, that's true. And I mean. I make artwork. I I wouldn't you know I don't really care so much about the Spawn stuff right now. But I, I did like I like I love the Spider Man. I love the Batman. I love the Hulk. I loved all that stuff like that. I loved his portrayal of Wolverine. I think the fight between Wolverine and Hulk that he did was one of the best ones I think ever. I think that cover of the Incredible Hulk where it's the Incredible Hulk is almost too big for the cover and he's pushing the letters yeah.
2: away. <laughs> yeah, you awesome know I cover. used to have a McFarlane poster on my wall now that you mentioned it. It was the uh the the Wolverine with the Hulk reflected in his claws. I, oh, that's I an used awesome to have that one. poster on my wall.
1: But if, but, if, but if you look close at it though, I think he I think he messed up a little bit like the hand looks a little odd. Like it's it's going to the Well, you know what?
2: That that happens a lot. But uh it's, you, when you blow <laughs> it up to a huge proportion uh well let's just say that not everybody is alex ross
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> you know alex ross is pretty cool like um, i heard him interviewed on another podcast and uh he seemed like he had a lot of opinions and um and he talked about the, the he, he talked about the, the whole thing about frank miller being the, the defining batman also and he had the same argument that other people have done batman and frank is not the defining batman but i you know but he never gave a name you know he never gave a name so you know what he the never name?
2: gave a name what do you mean
1: like, he never gave him another name to say that this person was a, a, a really good Batman um, writer and also. Oh, right okay. Killer. Like, no one ever gives a hmm.
2: name. Yeah, well, at least we've got uh, – <laughs> is it Rucka or Ruka? I always want to say Ruka in my head, but I think Mitch was saying Rucka earlier, so I'll go along with that. Yeah, he
1: said Rucka too. But Rucka – I mean, Rucka's like a, – he's a newbie,
2: well, basically. Hey, but if he writes a good story, then great.
1: Well, true, I, true true but i don't like i think frank miller has um
2: it's more good. he's got more you know, more years behind him and and more credibility because he's been around for so long
1: yeah yeah you know what i mean it's just um uh what do you think about warren ellis though like as a as a as you a know what writer, i like a, i what love
2: it? almost everything that i've written some of his stuff goes overboard like if you read uh dr sleepless i'm just like oh dude i am
1: I just downloaded that. Is that bad? I don't know.
2: I'm going to give it another shot at some point, but I read like the first two issues and I'm like, dude, uh I'm a little too blown away. Um it's just too much. It's it's one of these things like, did you ever read that that um God, I wish I could tell you who wrote it. Um there was this uh there was a story, it was like Vertigo and it was called The Filth. I um Grant Morrison, dude. That I was like, ah uh, the filth was a good. There was a good description of it because I was just like, I it's too much for me. It's just too rough, too long. <laughs> you know. And you know, I, I guess you know, I, I'm just kind of into different things at different times in my life, you know. Because like back in the day, back when when uh, Marvel's epic comic line did, uh, do you remember the one? The one. The, the one. And uh, it was this crazy. Crazy ass story along the same lines of the of your of your filth or doctor sleepless where it's like you know there's some it's it's completely you know non superhero it's but it's it's just mind fuck you know all mind fuck all the time and you know but yeah. there's a story to it if you pay attention if you're you know if you can follow along you know and it re you know it's, and like these others it's really challenging you know can you follow along? And uh, and enjoy the story. Sometimes I
1: don't want to follow. Yeah, well, right. and that's the thing, <laughs> yeah. you know.
2: And and you know that was the thing with with Doctor Sleepless. I was like, dude, you know. And I I I I love Fell. You know, Fell can do no. I have read Gotta read, read Fell. Fell is awesome. And not only is it awesome, but you gotta buy it because it's only two dollars. When you know, in this age of of uh. people jacking up prices, <laughs> I know, I know people jacking up prices, you know, <laughs> your your uh your Joe Casada and your your Dan Didio uh jacking up prices <laughs> and jacking up prices and jacking up prices some more. What happens? Do, oh, let's see, uh Warren Ellis and Ben Templesmith reduce the price. They're say they say no. You know, they're they're the Pearl Jam against Ticketmaster of Commons. <laughs>
1: You know, you know what I will buy though. I will buy um ambush bug. Your going to come
2: out, <laughs> dude. We, the ambush bug podcast is coming. I swear. I gotta. Got, I'll you. read. You know I'll what? read some, dude. You know, because it's not like you can't you can't get them. You know. There's, oh, you know what I'm thinking of. Um, I was thinking yeah. of uh in in um in Annihilation uh Micronauts bug showed up.
1: Oh, uh, what's his name? Um, Bug, yeah. Yeah, Bug, who was right, basically, so. you know, he's basically
2: <laughs> the same character.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Micronauts. I remember the Micronauts versus. Yeah, well, Batman you know what? Hasbro
2: <laughs> owns Micronauts, and so and so uh, Marvel couldn't continue to publish um, uh, Micronauts, but they owned the concept of the Microverse, and they owned uh, Bug because Bug wasn't uh, one of the toys. And yeah. so that's oh, right. that's Yeah. And so, uh, while, you know, even though Marvel did that, like the last thing that Marvel did with, with, uh, Micronauts was that, uh, X-Men Micronauts thing, which was actually a really good story. I, I liked it quite a bit. One of the things that really stuck with me, um, and, you know, going off topic some more was, was the fact that, uh, the, um, what was the guy's name? Acroyer? 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 The main main guy 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 with the big red helmet yeah uh-huh. um, their race uh in order to to make you know he's a big warrior race right And in, in order to make their children more um uh you know more tough or whatever just they the the women would uh would wear these bands around their bellies to where they uh when they were pregnant uh to where the uh the baby couldn't drop until and so they would they would gestate the baby extra long um uh, where the oh my god I To so where that the crazy. yeah, so to the, so where were they were born, like two years old.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, so where,
2: so where by the time they were wow. by the time they were born, they could you know they could you know just hit the ground running.
1: That's crazy. I gotta I gotta go back and read that. I have it somewhere. I gotta go yeah. ahead and look that up. See, that's 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 why I like the digital comics because the the problem is I have twenty boxes of books. And if I want to reread something, I gotta go digging, and I don't yeah, really like that.
2: i I gotta organize my comics at some point. I'm just looking back at all my comics, and just going, "Oh my god." But anyway, by the way, how often how,
1: how do you change your bags and shit? I think we did we, we talk started, about started. We started to. You down?
2: were you were mentioning that that you uh, change your bags uh, way more often than I do. Um, I, me, it's kind of practically never. I, I change them when I see some uh, when I see some bags that are getting gummy. I'll go.
1: So, so all your books are yellow. <laughs>
2: yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, my older books, unless I've rebought them, are yellow. That sucks, dude. Yeah, that it sucks. really does. But um, but anything you know within the ever since that they changed plastics in 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 bags uh, are fine because you because new new bags you pretty much don't have to change uh, anywhere near as, as soon as those old crappy bags the the gummy bags. <laughs>
1: Have you ever have you ever thought about going back and like um like the, will there ever be a time where you go and read like all your collection over again?
2: I you know I doubt it. I mean, because uh, there's too much crap. You know, do I ever want to read the Fallen Angels limited series again? No, pretty don't. <laughs> oh my god, I
1: much as I about en- that. much I as totally I enjoyed
2: the 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 blue lobster and the green lobster, uh, I don't care. It's
1: wow. You know, you know what I want, um, which I can't even oh. find digitally, and I, I have them, but I'm not going to fucking go pull them out. I have all the Secret Wars 2, and I have all the crossovers. Oh, yeah? Like, every crossover. And I want to actually sit down and read all the Secret Wars 2 and all I the crossovers. I remember hating Secret Wars
2: 2, so I really don't have much uh, desire to do that at any time.
1: Why did you hate it? It was cool. I mean, the Beyonder was there. He had his jerry curl, and he had his leisure suit. Which is funny because it wasn't even <laughs> the <Wasn't laughs> seventies. It
2: wasn't was a 18. leisure suit. Was, it was an eighties uh, Don Johnson style suit with his. He was he was the white tubs.
1: It was like no, it was more like a jumpsuit kind of like wasn't it? Like a, almost like a tracksuit, I guess.
2: I I remember, I remember like it as being kind suit. of a uh, Miami Vicey type of thing.
1: Let me look him up on on Google because I remember him being a uh, having a it was like a white tracksuit almost like a shitty tracksuit the kind you see like guys from Eastern Europe um, wearing while they're smoking cigarettes about to steal your car or something <laughs> or, or cut you up with a chainsaw. Yeah, this experience in the past. <laughs> you know I me, mean? but I did like Secret Wars too. I thought yeah. it was interesting. Um, and I and I thought that, I remember uh, not liking it not at not the time, was,
2: but still buying every issue. So, you know, take that as you will.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? You're, you're, you're partially right. Here's the deal. For part of the book, he had, um, the Don John Johnson blue suit. And then for part of the book, he had the white suit with the, um, with the, uh, the, the black hair and Jerry oh.